Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Talking Cop for this when, Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday evening. I, I'm terrible with days. It's Wednesday evening. It's me, Gav. It's Shawnee. It's Dunner, and it's Davo. And we're going to talk all things Premier League. Um, not much football, to be honest with you. Just loads of corruption. And um, a goalkeeper on his dad having a bleeding seven. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, we're going to be here for an hour. Hit the like button if you can. Subscribe if you can. If you want to join and become a member, absolutely do that as well. And um, we've a couple of shows done already this week. There's some more coming tomorrow on that. So um, if you want to do that, you can hit the join button down beside the subscribe button and get loads of all mad stuff that we're doing. Um, Shawnee, how are you? Good. Yeah, fresh shave, looking fresh. Yeah, fucking more like George Michael going through the bit in the '95. <laughs> Yeah. Only had his uh, lungs. Yeah. Or a uh, fucking international week. Or a bollocks. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? It's actually horrible. Right. I had that Switzerland and Israel on there earlier. It was fucking horrendous. Lasted about <laughs> seven minutes watching this. That's enough of that. I often wonder, like, do countries that aren't shy at football feel this way about international break as well, or is it just because we're oh, it, ha- it has to be. It's it's just too Everyone many meaningless knows. games. Do you know what I mean? It's just too many meaningless games, but look, we get over it. We're, we're, we half, we're nearly halfway through this fucking break, and then we don't have one till March, I think, which is sound. Um, Dunner, how are you? Fantastic, Gav. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Last week, you look like the train man, um, because you were just out of the shower. This week, you have a hat on because you need to get your hair cut. It's all happening down the slide. It's all happening. It's all happening. Yeah. You've stay in the skies, Gav. Yeah. <laughs> Davo. Nice to have a chat about the Premier League before our bed. How are you? Grand, yeah, not a butter. All not good. Quite a weekend, was it? Oh, yeah, quite a weekend. Yeah, yeah, fuck's sake. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so before we get into the Premier League, um, you sent Fats over on on a recon early, did you? Is that right? He was on the recon early. Yeah, myself and the brother just went in and out on the one day, but plenty of gargling. Yeah, yeah listen, I really enjoyed the game. I have to say, I really enjoyed the game. Yeah, and then um, did you, were you tempted to go? Oh, get that flight in the morning. Yeah, yeah, very, very. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the same. Remember, Shani done that one time. Shani was sitting with us in Liverpool in um, the beer keller, and he was like, "I have to get." I think you would actually to go to Manchester to get your flight, didn't you? Yeah. And he was sitting yeah. there going, "I better go." Him and him and his other half, I better go. 
uh, I'll have to go to Manchester to get me fly. And then he was sitting there and he just went, ah, fuck this, I'm staying in the jewelries across the route. And we were like, <laughs> come on, just ring them there and see how much it is. Oh, that's great. Sure and here he was convincing himself, sure, it's cheaper. It's cheaper than the train. Right? And we are like, it's not, because you're paying for the train, you have to pay again. And he was like, fuck it, sorry. Right. And in fairness to him, his, uh, his better half just turned around and went, just get more Estrella then. I was like, yeah, let's get more Estrella. And we just had loads of Estrella in the in the beer oh, castle. Yeah, the temptation oh, is, to, is is huge when you do that one day in, in and out in one day. But look, you've come back in one piece. I did nash it on on Monday because I know how you are when yeah, you get back yeah, from you things. Know, you know they're able to me, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely wrote off, so don't be ringing me on a Monday. So um, I do have the rules. I had it in my diary. Davos in Liverpool on Sunday. Don't go near them till at least Tuesday. Uh, so that was sound. But anyway, Premier League. Um, leaked reports, apparently, have come out that uh, Roman Abramovich used, um, was siphoning off money in accounts somewhere else and paying um, for a lot of Chelsea's costs that should have been paid by Chelsea but weren't and the, apparently the Premier League um, and others are looking into them. Um, Shani, I'm going to be honest with you, this just smacks of what happened to City about four or five years ago. They'll just tell you, look, how did they get hold of these foils? They were, they were, you know, they got them, they went the wrong way around getting them. It's too far to go. You know, someone might do something to them. They go to Cass, they get a foil, that'll be it. I think that's still, I, think, I still think the I think they're still on Chelsea, to be honest. Right. That's not, uh, that sounds like a mad conspiracy. Oh boy, they were, I still reckon he's pulling the strings there. You look into that block, that clear water crowd, like they've huge toys to Russia, huge toys to Russia and to Saudi Arabia as well. Saudi so Arabia. I, I don't think he ever. I don't think he. I think he was only moved away there as the face. I'd imagine he's look. It was going on with Vitis and him, like for years. It, it came out that it turned out he was washing their books. It's not fucking. There's nothing straight about this fella, you know what I mean? That, but, that's not like a, that's not a sweeping generalization. That's just the way he is. As they say in snatch sneaky fucking Russians. <laughs> like you know, like th- that's exactly what that's what it is. And look, I seen that today and I'm like, this what's the point of it? Well the it, thing it, is it, like the thing is the way I see it, Gav, is it's Colium filler, and I'm not not to kill the whole topic. I it's just it's Colium filler. For an international break, because at the end of the day, even if there is substance to it, nine times out of ten, fuck all happens anyway. It just yeah. goes away. It's um, that's my feeling on it. You know, like does like it's a bit like uh, not a bit like, but you see stuff this week. Like Liverpool are heavily interested in the Wolves left back um, and Nori or whatever his name is, and you're like, no, no, no. Um, you know, this is just coming up because they've something to fill for 10 days or whatever, right? And, of course, the Simicast stuff, even though he gets two assists at the weekend, the whole argument with him was kind of raging on. So what's the easiest thing to do? Pick a left bu- left back out of the bleeding sky and throw him in there for the week and we'll see how we get on. But, like, this this is what it feels like to me with regards to Chelsea. And don't like, you know, Abramovich, there was... There was queries over Abramovich while he was in charge of course the whole Russian invasion of the Ukraine means his assets are frozen he has to let it go of the club the clear water come in and now all of a sudden it's like um, oh well these leaked foils are here um, basically cost that should have been Chelsea's costs ended up being given to paid by some other account um, which was belonging to Roman Abramovich and no one at the club at Chelsea um, there's nobody at the club 
um, that had anything to do with it. So anyone that had anything to do with it is no longer at the club and stuff mm. like that. And, you know, it looks like the Premier League will investigate this and they could get a points deduction. But, like, don't know, honestly, Shawnee's right. What could happen? Like, Chelsea have just looked at the City, in my opinion, they looked at the City case a couple of years ago. They might get found guilty. They go to Cass. It'll all fucking blow over. They get a fine. Who gives a fuck about the fines? It means nothing anymore. And even if it progresses beyond that, Donner, it's not going to happen tomorrow. These get dragged down the road, and we're going to see it with C. Yeah, this is, this is just an international break story. So it is. It, um, sure, if you look at half the stuff in it, anyway, as you say, Gav, the, the fellas are gone from the club. Most of the things that have happened are a bit nonsense in a way. The fucking, did you see the bit where uh, it's saying he gave 50 million to Spartak Moscow? And they were competing in the Champions League together. You know, if they both topped their group, they were going meeting in the next round. Like, sure, that would have been massive headlines at the time if there was anything to look at there. Uh, what else is there in it? Um, there's not that much. Like, it's the Anzi Macacala one with William and Edo coming in. Like, that's clearly he's helping his mate out there who's pulling out, out of that club. He buys the two players in the, on consecutive days. That, that was a wee bit dodgy. But all in all, it's, it's a whole lot of nothing, I think. And actually, what Shawnee's going on there with the conspiracy theory, there might be actually something in that because you think, doesn't he donate the the fee he gets for Chelsea to the <laughs> to the people of Ukraine? Like, who donates a couple of billion <laughs> just off the off out of nothing for no reason whatsoever, basically? But like, oh, so well, it, it, it was even even if you look at that, and I'm not even paraphrasing here, the his level of line was that. Proceeds of the club will be donated to the victims of the Ukraine-Russia com- uh, conflict. Now, you need to ask yourself, who does Roman Abramovich see as the victims here in this mm. as well? So, look, he's it's fucking shady. He is as shady gets. He's a shadier than a shady thing from fucking shady land. That's that's the that's he's always operated that way, Abramovich. You only had to look at him. He looked like fucking Hank Scorpio open the box most weeks. Where it's bleeding elastic, rubber elastic hands. I wouldn't trust the cunt as far as I can throw him. And then look, at look the same time, in the last few years as well. And I, and I wouldn't trust the authorities who have the fucking power to do something about it enough to do anything about it either. So, just, I, I, any of that bollocks I'm dialing out for until someone is nailed. And I'm not talking about little old everything with fucking 12 points. There's fucking serious stuff going on there that they need, they need to interject. Like, but even City City about their record revenue. Revenue. How is Chelsea, Chelsea following this? Well, I'll tell Chelsea you now. I'll tell you in a minute how they're swallowing the City stuff. Go on. No, just the Chelsea have kind of covered their own holes anyway in the last week. Well, with Todd Bowley going forward with all the books, you know, they've got a wrap of a couple of million, haven't they, already in a fine. And he's brought all the accounts forward. So he's going down the route of what Everton basically done and saying, here, look, hit us with a fine, hit us with a little point deduction, whatever. We'll take that knowing that there's a lot worse hidden away. But if you bring the small stuff up forward, that means the, the FA or whoever else is dealing into this can deal with the little shitty bit in front of them and move on from that. Yeah, but you say and it should be... everyone's happy because in the, in the public domain, Chelsea look like they've got their, they've got their justice. Yeah, they've got their punishment. But, but Davo, Chelsea should be a much easier one if there is an issue here. It should be a much easier one to do because, right, they let go of the club or Avramovich lets go of the club and use that in inverted commas, right? Mm-hmm. But 
But then what you find is that when the sale is going through, they had to commit the X amount on infrastructure. They had to, there was so much you had to, to kind mm. of put forward for it to be okay. Now, if the Premier League, FA, whoever are doing their job properly, Davil, right, that sale of that club shouldn't have went through if these things are in the background. It should. It just simply shouldn't have. Well, Shardy just touching it there. I was only catching up on a bit of it earlier, and I was actually just listening to Simon Jordan talking about it, and he was basically saying these things have come to light because Bowley has brought them to light. He was trying to use it to... Shardy saying, look, is a brand which in the background. Who knows? But he was trying to use some of what the carry-on that was going on to get the fucking price knocked down. So he's obviously after opening up a can of worms. Maybe he's looking for the slap in the wrist and all that, but obviously someone else is after getting wind of everything. And going deeper into it, and then bringing it up because, like, if if he's the one that's after bringing it to light, trying to get a few quid knocked off the fucking price, and then it's gonna come back to bite. Now again, because as Jordan said today, the fact that nobody else is at Chelsea that was there at the time won't matter the fuck. Yeah, that, that won't matter. No, it won't. you you break, you break the rules if they if that if they have the balls to punish them and it doesn't get wrapped up. And all the legal bollocks uh, that the city one is, well, then he, he says they'll be punished. But um, who knows? It, it, it could very well be fucking wrapped up in all that legal. Because Sean, he's right. Everything I'm going to bear the brunt of it. And with a bit of luck, that starts a domino effect on the other two. But well, the, I, I, I wouldn't be so sure. The, the Everton thing should start a domino effect. <clears throat> but the Chelsea stuff... If it's only coming out today, now I, I presume, and if it's only coming out today, people know about it beforehand. Like it's not like this fella's decided, I'll tell the world and nobody else knew, and I'm doing it today, right? But the the C stuff is never is like if people think that everything are going to get twelve points taken off them in the next forty eight hours, right, or the next ten days before the league comes back, and then C are going to follow suit very quick. That's not going to happen because no. I keep saying it. Everything went to the Premier League with this. Right, they kind of met in the middle because the Premier League had an issue with the losses they were they had, um, the um, the the percentage of income to wages, all that sort of stuff, and everything kind of said, "Oh well, COVID and the stadium and blah," and they were kind of knocking heads on it, and the Premier League kind of gave them not the benefit of the doubt, but right, let's see what we can do here to to, to work <coughs> this out, you know, innocent and proven guilty, and then everything m- must have went and done something. We spoke to Dave Downey, and uh, who's the Everton fan, and went, "Yeah, they must have done something because very quickly the Premier League just went, no, fuck you." Boom, you're charged. So we've obviously found more, right? But but the city stuff, like people going on today, oh, they're posting 712 million income revenue. That's not a surprise. And that's not the issue. City posting 712 million, I thought it would have been higher because Liverpool have gone over just just below or just over 700 million themselves in the last 12, 18 months, right? And City won the treble last season. You know what I mean? They they literally won nearly everything you could fucking win. So them seven hundred and twelve million is not a surprise with the amount of money the Premier League brings in. The problem here is with City is the argument is that between two thousand and eleven and two thousand and eighteen they broke one hundred and fifteen charges for financial irregularities, which allows them to be in the position to make seven hundred and twelve million right now. That's the thing. That the money today isn't the issue because. You nearly know from around 2020, City have been very good at buying and selling and being very good and being very, you know, out there with what yeah, they buy God, and what I they sell. That, but, you, but, this, you, but this is what I'm saying, Shani. This, is seven, this is seven years of stuff, Shani. 
And the you reason they're able it to matter, it does, it does, No, it I'm not saying it matters, but I'm saying the reason they're posting that financial thing today is is and and the reason you have to go back to the hundred and fifteen charges is because they cooked the books for seven fucking years, right? In order to put themselves on a pedestal and then from there said, Right, we're in a position now where we can legitimately legitimately make this money now. So that's where it is with City, and it's not coming look what, quick. Happened, look what happened in Spain when Malaga tried to come in with their fucking oil money. Florentino yeah, and Yo kicked up and said, get the fuck out of here, and the club nearly went bank. They weren't having it. They cut it out, root and stem. What a fucking net. This would have never happened in La Liga. would have never happened in Spain because the big boys at the top, the top shotters, callers, would have turned around and said, I don't give a fuck how much money you have. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to root, you're going to wreck the gaff. Like, the seven hundred. How can you tell me, Man City make more money than Real Madrid or Liverpool when they can't even fill that fucking ground? They're not because, filling that stadium. Yeah, not the, because what they've all, done is all our sponsors. All like, the ambiguity around all our sponsors. Yeah. Like, where do you even fucking start? Yeah, they haven't gone into <laughs> like, detail. They haven't gone into detail on what sponsors. Uh, no, but is, you see, the is, thing is, is the pro- some of the problems between two thousand eleven and two thousand eighteen is, is that the price and the the. the the, the amount that were being sponsored. They were right? inflating the player market. They're inflating, they're inflating the advertising market now. They've ruined, they've ruined the financial aspect of football for everybody else because they can do that. The wage bill last year was $445 million, and that's only what's on the books. Yeah. So if you go, if you go by how Pellegrini was making money, apparently Raheem Sterling was making money. Mancini. Mancini, like, yeah, come but on. but but this is what I'm saying because when you go when you go back to the, the those seven years that have been invested, I think it's 2011, 2018, right? When you go back to that, the main issue around this was, and it was, it's been an issue since the very start, was true market value, right, of the sponsorship. So it'd be like it'd be like BMW saying, "Listen, we're going to charge you a million quid to put your name beside BMW at a golf tournament." And then fucking, you know, I don't know, uh, Lada coming in and going and, and saying, oh, yeah, well, we get a million as well. You don't because you're not you're not the same value as BMW. And this is what City done. They inflated and they went above. Uh, there's a name for it, but it's basically a realistic market value on what you what you could earn a sponsorship. And this is this is one of the major things behind it. But because they done this and they've got to a certain point, and even though it's a lot of the thing is themselves sponsoring themselves, they can make it more realistic because they, if they get away, they can go back and go, well, we are being paid 50 million in 2018. It's gone up since then. Now we can make 100 out of this. So them seven years are massive in what you're seeing today from Man City. You know what I mean? It's like it's like building a, a Ponzi scheme and then getting to getting to the point where you have loads of people under your wing and hoodwinked and then you go, <laughs> now I'm going legit because I've got all their money now. Now I'm going to go legit. I can, I can buy wherever I want. And that's where City are. But it's not coming quick with City. It's not like we'd be sitting here, I think, in, in two years' time still talking about it and it won't happen yet. Everything because they came forward um, has been done quicker. But on everything, there was a tweet today, um, and Davo, I'll come to you first. There was a tweet today from, I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically, he's, he's, he's apparently he's an independent um, journalist. He's not, he's right? a wind-up major. Yeah. Right? Well, this is where it came out. I don't know who he is. Right, I don't, I don't, I've never seen him before. But it was like everything are going to get twelve points taken off them in the ne- in the next couple of days. They'll be, they'll have two points. They'll be so many points off safety. They're getting the twelve points. Davo, like, 
apparently this everton thing happened or you know this meeting or this uh, judicial review whatever they call it happened about two or three weeks ago um, there was big reports out of Everton fan site saying, oh, it's going on this week, it's going on this week. And I think it might have been the week, actually, that Bill Kenroy passed away. And still nothing out of it. Like, is that a bit worrying that there's still nothing out of it? On either side, like, whether they're going to get something happen to them or not? Well, look, I think I think there's enough stuff filtering out that, that everyone knows they are going to get something. But I would be surprised if it's 12, as in just for the, in the sense that, Normally, if 12 is the worst-case scenario, they'll come down somewhere in the middle. I would be surprised if it's 12. Even if it's 12, I think they'll stay up. Um, but that's probably neither here nor there because it doesn't matter to me whether they fucking do or not. Um, but... They want to get it done now as quick as possible because they will stay up because the bottom three are fucking dog shit. And they will stay up. They're in good form. They've shown they've a bit seen to have a bit of spine away from home at the minute. They're picking up results. I think they've got three wins in four or something away from home. But I would I, I would I would be pushing if I was them gaff. That's the fucking truth. I would be jumping up and down to, to get it done now as quick as possible to get it out of the way. Because at least then they're done then. They're obviously they've they've only to catch fucking Luton, um, Sheffield United and Burnley. Which is well doable and, and Bournemouth as well, isn't it? And, and Bar- Bournemouth, got the win uh, against Newcastle. They're actually very good. I watched that game; they were very good. But Bournemouth are fourth bottom at the moment with nine points, I think. Yeah. So, um, so everything would be seven points from from safety. Yeah. So listen, they've 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 to catch them, but I think I, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried if I was an Everton fan. But like I said, it's easy for me to say, isn't it? Yeah. Talking about like, you know. Um, everything jumping up and down kicking and screaming and going listen give us the fucking thing now because these three are terrible and like literally we get away with this you know what I mean not get away with it they've been punished but they'll, mm-hmm. in a football sense they'll, they'll make a way out of it Shawnee they can kick and scream about that but how much do you think Everton might kick and scream after they get their if they get a punishment where it's ranges from 6 to 12 points whatever it might be how much do you think Everton should come out and go listen this has happened we've had a review we've been docked these points should they be coming out and saying, and we look forward to um, other teams that have um, financial issues being uh, lobbied against them, that this is sorted out quickly as well? Because as much as you know, we're t- looking at the Premier League, and the Premier League are a disgrace in all this for me, right? But as much as we're looking at the Premier League, the FA, whoever it might be, it might be on everything to turn around and go, you know what, we've taken it, but we're gonna, we want everyone else to fucking hold the line here now. And that's where you start to look at Chelsea and, and Man City in particular. Yeah, to be fair to everything like <coughs> fully transparent and throughout the whole thing. They've just said, Look, COVID hit us, we fucked up, new stadium, whatever. No, that's not factored in. Look, it, it just hasn't worked out for us. We fucked up and if they if they are punished, then it should be up to the other eighteen teams in the league to say, Well, what's fucking going on across the road at, at Man City? If if everything's twelve points for X amount, what are we gonna do about these like hundred and fifteen charges? Like there's no way they can be abstained from them all. No. It's just it, it's not possible. How long will it take? God knows. Thank God Cass can't get involved because they've just been the fucking blocker the whole time. It just the radio silence on the whole city thing worries me. And the longer this everything thing drags on the more it worries me as well because 
until you see something happening, I expect nothing to happen. If you know what I mean, like until until you see someone getting properly whacked, then you don't. I don't expect that to happen. And this whole everything, I think the everything's a lot of bollocks. I think your man was on the wind up earlier on Twitter. He it's probably is, but it kind of brought it back to my attention. I was kind of going, Jesus, yeah. that was about two or three weeks ago. Um, it'll be interesting to see, like, if they were like it's it's the Premier League now is gonna cause a whole fucking myriad of fucking people thrown up. Like if these were, if these were charges from years ago. You'll have the lads who went down last year right into the Premier League and what's the fucking story here? Should this not have been enforced quicker? Did mm. they have a right to say, like, you're going to get that. And then that's the whole thing that comes along with the whole Man City thing. If if there is any punishment, you're going to have clubs looking for Champions League money predated. You're going to have teams looking for titles predated, which I wouldn't want if I'm being 100% honest with no, you. No, I think you just know how it is. trophy no, no. one. Yeah. I'm being genuine when I say that it means fuck all to me because it's already gone you're opening that can of wounds and I think the Premier League are probably thinking we're going to be dealing with this for decades for decades if this goes on because everyone and that fucking dog is going to be putting forward a case that they should be compensated for, for what's going on so I don't know Gab I've, I've, when you see the way football's going like I've only the pit in my stomach thinking this is only going to get worse before it even gets better and even then is it ever going to get fucking better so is look, there a case the Premier, the Premier League can set a precedent by what they how they deal with everything and it'll have to be followed up swiftly um, forget about the fucking Chelsea thing for a minute the elephant in the room is the 115 charges in Man City and I'm not just saying that because we're competing against them. They've completely fucked it. No, the, the Man City thing, it's a, the Man City thing is the main one because of the volume of charges. Now, it's over seven seasons and a lot of those charges are repeated one-on-one every season. You know what I mean? So you might have, oh, I remember reading them and it was like, this is the same thing over and over again. But there's a lot of separate ones as well. But if you get, like, if you get done for irregularity on one charge, it's probably eight charges because it, it, it follows on. If you get done on one of those in one year, it's it's a domino effect. You know what I mean? And they, the, eight comes sixteen. I don't think you're going to get eight becomes twelve. I think you're going to get they're going to go up in eights if if you're being charged with that charge over eight years. Um, but it, like Donner, everything get get some sort of punishment, right? Which I think is is coming, right? I'd be very surprised if they don't. And 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 Shani talks about precedent being set. Um. Is there a worry that the Premier League go looking for 12 points and the commission decide no three points? So straight away then you're thinking, well, if these fuckers are up on these charges, all the precedent is set now for a quarter of these or three quarters of these to fucking disappear very fucking quickly. You know what I'm saying? It's a very, it's a tightrope really, I think, for a lot of people. I think Shawnee's right. It is a tightrope for people. Well, you see, that's how I was actually just going to make the point of, is there a case to be made here where Everton have come forward with all their details and they've been open and honest in the situation and they're the smallest dog in the fight, so to speak, that they're the easiest punished, that if they can be, as you said there, Gab, it could knock down to three points, everyone looks brilliant, everyone's done their, done their bit now, Everton have been punished, and then, as you said, they go to City or they go to Chelsea and then they get the same kind of punishment. 
because then they can't say, oh, they're not differential between all the clubs. Like, because already you're going to have to start bringing Newcastle into this now as well. Well, because, well, like you have it, to all, have, it all depends what Newcastle do. I think I think Newcastle up to now are absolutely fine in what the way they're operating financially. Well, God, they're not because they lied about who owns them. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I completely get that. Like the ownership so and, and the, not a political. I know, yeah. The validity of their the validity of their yeah the validity of their ownership is a problem. What I'm saying is, uh, on a strictly financial sense of what Newcastle have spent up to now, okay, um, they're absolutely fine because of the, of the way they were ran in for the decade before they were taken over. It's yeah. when they start going further than that. That's that's when you're Well, no, it's like Shani, like Shani was saying, Gav, it was when your man, you was parliamentary privileged to say, no, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the fucking Prime Minister. I can't be dragged to court. But, then they went, yeah. but you said yeah. you don't own them. This was all over the live golf over, stuff. Yeah, well, the American the government wanted stuff, in question yeah, and yeah, he, he pulled rank. can't do that to me. Yeah, but it has to be looked at as well. Like it has to start coming into play with sponsorship deals as well. Like they're they're after being sponsored now, what is it, by Saudi Airlines on this massive mega deal. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, they won't be flying a plane until twenty twenty seven. Serious? Like, they won't be oper- not operating as an airline until twenty twenty seven. That crowd, that's, that's mental, like. Yeah, well, I know they're, I know they're short sponsor. They're, they're they're slave sponsor, and it's all gone kind of they've quadrupled the amount that they've been making. Um, but all those things. Relative to the club is what the club is worth in in sponsorship. Yeah, but that's where that's where it goes back to City in 2011 because City were putting in deals all over the place. And but but just back to it quickly, I and mean, we go away from it now in a second. But Dunar, if, if, if people are people in the chat are like, look, this will go on for years. City will tie up in litigation. Yeah. Is it on the Premier League to turn around? And go, hold on a minute. We put these in front of you. It must be well over a year ago now. It has to be, does it? Or is it about no? Is was it March this year? They done it. I, th- I feel like it was longer than that. But the but surely don't have the Premier League have to turn and go. Hold on, we've put this in front of you. You have all your books, so you can bring them to us, and we're putting a date on it. And if you don't want to fucking participate, or you keep keep putting this back, we're just going to have to take away our membership of the Premier League. Just threaten them with it and make them turn up and do this. Okay. I think realistically, and just from the outside looking in on it all, like I think you have to be honest in the situation. I don't think the Premier League are that arsed. They're in bed with them, so they are. You know, there's someone getting backhanders left, right, and centre. So there's, I don't think they even want to punish City. I think it's just a, it's a fact that's come in that they have to, because the legalities of it all, it's all there to see that they have cheated. But I think realistically, the Premier League would love to sweep this under the carpet and just get on with things. But they can't. If they're doing this to everything, they can't. They can't. But you see, I think they're happy enough to let the can be kicked down the road for as long as possible and hope people just all of a sudden forget. It won't happen. But they're happy enough to go along with these legalities just being tied up all the time by lawyers. Like they were delighted with the... Remember it went out with the Statue of Limitations, whether or not that... What was it that went out there a couple of years ago? Yeah, well, the Statue of Limitations was over because you you brought them up. And in in the in in European law, there was a statute of limitation. But the thing is, with the Premier League, they're self-governed, so they don't they don't answer to anyone. Yeah, but there wasn't any major push on that, you know. You and the Premier League weren't flying in after UEFA that time. They were yeah. Well, they're, well, they're, they're, going, they're going they're going in now, or they have gone in now. Um, but like I said, it has to get to the stage where, for me, the Premier League turn and go. Listen, does it does a reasonable amount of time for you to be able to get your house in order to come and sit in front of this commission. That's it. 
there's there's no nothing else to it. Just there's a, there's a there's a reasonable amount of time. We've given you this. It might actually be in March this year when it happens. Maybe it's not over a year. But basically, they should say to them, look, you have a year. You've had a year to answer these charges. Plus, your manager and your fucking sporting director were out very quickly going, we've nothing to hide. We, we go to a meeting tomorrow and do this. So why not? Do it tomorrow then. You know the sort of way. And yeah, but, yeah, make them, make, yeah, but make them defend their own words is what I'm saying. It really has no, has no weight. Like Pep Guardiola could come out and say anything. It really has no weight. It's the higher executives within the club to call the shot and they're going to be the ones going into courts. Well, the, the sporting director came out and, and, and had an interview over it. But even Vegas, the main fans rolling out teeth, I was panic on the streets. Give, give us a fucking look. This is just all gonna lend into this whole circus shit. It's gone dead silent, dead quiet. Yeah, dead quiet. It'd be interesting to see how quick the the other month holds around. Look at the, the look at the Premier League, right? In terms of league wise and everything, it's a behemoth in around the world and Europe and all that. But when it comes to these state-owned fucking clubs and other states getting involved with their oil money and all, it's only small potatoes. Like the government, well, the British government will be involved in the Premier League. Look, you have a fucking great old product there and you keep your fucking mouth shut. Get put, put all them back in that fucking place because they're making a fucking fortune. Fucking London's nickname is fucking London grab with all the Russian money swishing around it. It'll be the same with the Saudi money. Abu Dhabi's obviously in there knocking around somewhere with them kind of finances. They'll just be told, you keep your fucking, you keep them clubs in order. You fucking keep their hands slapped. Do what you have to do with everything, but don't start fucking messing around. Like, I, I think the British, I think that fit uh, proper person says with Saudi and all that wasn't the word that the, the English government kind of gave with the nod going, listen, don't fucking, don't, uh, don't put any stop to that. Yeah. We fucking, we need that revenue coming in. And uh, other deals to be done with Saudi on, on, on other things and all that. Listen, yeah. it's fucking, it goes right to the fucking top. It goes yeah. right to the top. The man just came that was trying to buy you an you know, it owns like fucking 56 hotels in London. They own Selfridges. They, uh, yeah. what's they own the, is it Morrison's or Sainsbury's? They bought, they bought one of, they, mm. like that was a doll and fucking bed with them. Yeah, it's like the bleed Talkies won't for Christmas, if you think yeah, the bleed. Exactly. Yeah, I, but all I'm saying is the Premier. But but uh, the very simple fact of it is, if the Premier League are willing to come and you know nail Everton on this, right? Which if Everton have done something wrong, they should be nailed on it. But they need to be. They need to be seen to be doing something on this. They have to be, and the pressure's only going to come on them more. It, it simply is. When Everton get this, the pressure's going to come on them more without a shadow of a doubt. Because whether you're an Everton fan or not an Everton fan. Everyone around the country is going to say, hold on, they've been done. What has gone on with this crowd over here? If everyone had four charges against them and you've sorted it, these guys have this, it, someone said there was formally, um, Ushian said it was formally announced in February. Um, so we're, we're nine months down the road. So the pressure is going to come on them. And how they deal with it is, is another thing. And listen, the Premier League are going to find a very hard turn around and go, oh, listen, we got all that wrong. We got all that wrong because they've put a fucking shitload of charges in front of them. And they don't do that. You do not make those accusations unless you have very, very solid evidence of what's gone on. Um, so, look, we'll see. Anyway, let's move on. Aaron Ramsdale, Harry Ramsden. Um, I can't remember all the names we call them. But there's been a thing this week where, and this has been brewing for a little while because of Mikel Arteta um, just going off as bleeding Mali about goalkeepers. Donner, he brings in Raya on loan at the end of the window with an option to buy from Brentford. Um 
he goes in after a couple of games he's in there as number one he's not he hasn't looked the most assured i'm gonna be honest um a couple of games in particular i watched them ramsdale ends up going on the bench now it's come out ramsdale will be the cup goalkeeper ray is going to be the league goalkeeper arteta's fucking being all over the place on this ramsdale's dad has got involved um it's a bit of a mad one isn't it because and I, I, I put the blame squarely at the door of Mikel Arteta on this. Yeah, he's had a shocker and he's shown his naivety and uh, that he's a young manager coming in. Like, that nonsense coming out at the start when Rhea came in that he was going to alternate between them and did, did the side in training and whatnot, who'd be the number one, you know, based on, on effort and performances. Like, he was, when you bring in a new goalkeeper, you know exactly what's happening. He's going in as your number one. Yeah, the man who's there already is going to be relegated to number two. It's as clear as day. So it was. You could tell what he wanted in Ray. He wanted a ball-playing goalkeeper. Granted, he's he's weak in other areas. Davos, the goalkeeper man here, he'll be able to tell us about that. Like, but, you know, all in all, he's had a shocker with this. But then Ramsdale hasn't helped himself either, In especially this week. I was half expecting his outfit to be on this podcast tonight because he's been on every other one this week. Couldn't afford him. It's, fuck it. it's been a joke. Like, But even... Ramsdale's made his bed now when he came out with that comment there was it yesterday about that he can't concentrate for 90 minutes in a game. That's why he sings along with the fans. He's just giving Arteta the, the artillery there to fucking to shoot him off anyway and just be like, there you go, that's the reason I'm getting rid of him. He's not concentrated for the whole game. I can't trust him. And and then his old fella coming out, giving it the big one about Arteta, like that's that's underage stuff. So it's just like the old fella coming up to the manager on a Saturday morning saying, why is my young fella playing? Because he's shite, that's why. Just down the park telling parents that kids are shite at football. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's pure nonsense. Yeah, you know, yeah. doesn't get involved in professional football, let's be honest. Like. So the whole situation, now Arteta didn't cover himself in glory, but I think the Ramsdales have actually made him come out good in the end. They've done it, they've done the hard work for him. Yeah, what well, what um uh, Ashley says Ramsdale dad shouldn't be airing the dirty laundry uh, of a club on a fo- fan channel. Where was he on? I don't know. I was just seeing on Twitter somewhere. I, 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 I wasn't. I, I didn't. It wasn't Arsenal. It wasn't Arsenal fan TV, was it? No, no it wasn't. It looks like it looks like he's had to having a few bottles of sherry as well before he went down, which definitely didn't help. Right. He definitely had a few libations before he went down because he was loose enough. Yeah, and Jono says there is dad's talking now because Ray can't play in the next game versus Brentford. The Ramsdale is playing. Um, is is that does that still apply, John? I thought you could play against your parent club. Now depends on depends on the day. If that depends would be the day, yeah. The day. yeah. And with an option to buy, maybe I oh, would we'll see. Should we we'll see yeah. next Saturday? Won't we? Yeah, yeah. Half five. They should have been playing at half twelve, but of course they gave the half twelve to us instead. Uh, Davo, like we can argue over Ramsdale, we can argue over Ray. Who's better? This, that, and the other. I still think Arteta should just put this to bed, like Dunnar said, early doors and go, listen, he's my number one. Yeah, of course. But he absolutely. danced around this fucking issue for I don't know how long with some other horse shit coming out of him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you have two goalkeepers, you have no gaff. That's it. That's that's the that's the bottom line. Like, like the quarterback, Sean, he's into the NFL. If you have two quarterbacks, you haven't got, you haven't got any. You have to have you have to know who the number one man is. And the the hybrid squad he, podcast it was called, sorry. Yeah, and if, if he comes out, and just says, look, I know he's my think it's harsh, but I, I, I fancy Roy and for whatever reasons or anything like that, um, then it's all put to bed and it just goes on Ramsdale. In fairness, I think at the time when Roy was signed, Ramsdale came out very well. He was just like, yeah, look, he says, oh, I've, I've gone to clubs. Um, 
to battle for the position, etc. And he says, I'll, I'll battle away here. The toys didn't come out of the pram. Um, I don't. I overly have too much of an issue with what he said himself about singing along with the fans and stuff like that. The ball is up the far end of the pitch a lot. Listen, he's switched on. He's not fucking daydreaming his way through games. He's he's switched on. Do you know what I mean? He might have to do a few different things that, look, the keepers are fucking weirdos. Do you know what I mean? Sean, his brother and myself, all fucking loopers. And he's like Phil Casey's fucking case in point, Gav, you know what I mean? Like he'll he'll do whatever he has to do to like to keep himself switched on. He's switched on, like that's all just it's all being blown out of proportion. That I think his outfit getting involved has 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 been the, the worst part of the week from like remember Kancheski's man getting involved, fucking roaring and shouting the Liverpool fans on yeah. on on Twitter. God, yeah. uh, going Phil, back over Phil, the years. So. Phil Foden's man was scrapping someone at a gig somewhere yeah. as well. Yeah. So look at the that there was gonna didn't I, I did I said it to you a few weeks ago. I says that's gonna that's gonna all boil. Yeah, down yeah, and, and you know what? I I you know that's the that's the reason why I asked where it was on. And um, because yeah. you did say to me a couple of weeks ago, this is gonna blow up massively. It was about two weeks ago. I don't know what we are yeah, chatting. We, we weren't even few we were of them lads off Arsenal fan TV talk to uh, Ramsdale's outlet and they've not been backward about bleeding saying it either. And you can see it was affecting their opinion big time. Right. You you can see and like uh, media doesn't really have a say. Like the book stocks were at the end of the day. He he made the decision and he came out talking to like you said, Schmeichel hit the nail on the head. Exactly said he said the exact same thing Dabble said. You can't have two keepers who see themselves as number one. Because what happens is you bring a fella in to compete with the fella who thought he was number one and his his attitude's gone out the gate. And then if anything goes wrong with the fella you're at to bring in, to play that position, you're sitting there in the, with a fella who's under serious pressure because he's had to come in as a new signing, and a fella you're at to bombing out after putting all your trust in last year, and you end up with fucking nothing. And that's exactly what's happened here. I don't, your man Ray is decent. I don't, I don't, I don't, I never saw Arsenal winning the Premier League title with Ramsdale and Gold. And I'll say the same again. They're not going to win the league with a Ray and Gold. I think Arteta has made a fucking massive fuck up and he tried the galaxy brain and he was coming out to around and going, well, I don't understand why, um, like, why you don't see goalkeepers getting substituted in the middle of games as much like when situations and games change. Yeah, because it's not the fucking logical thing to do, you sausage. Football is fucking being played way longer than you've been involved in managing. Mm. Like, you're not some sort of fucking... Machiavelli, I believe, Michelangelo coming in here, changing the fucking game of your ways in terms of throwing in, leading, take, taking off, subbing off goalkeepers. He's made a bollocks of it. And as soon as he brought him in, like, look at the year Liverpool went and won the league after going 90 points. We we done not. We just went with the same group again and we just went again and we done it and we won it. That's what you have to do. You can't be chopping and changing it's all right throwing Royce It's in. all right. No, I think it's all right. I think it's all right changing, Sean. Uh, Declan Royce in and supplement the squad. But, but swapping out your goalkeeper. Like, I think it's all right. Is, I think it's all right to change. Good. But make the change and just stick to it. Don't make the change and kind yeah. of stand there going, yeah, I'm picking this, going this way. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying to you is, right, if, if he decides that he wants Ray instead of Ramsdale, bring him in, put him in the fucking team. And when you're asked about it, you go, we've brought this keeper in. He's number one. He's number one at the moment. The the other keeper is brilliant as well. They work, you know, and keepers have great kind of 
camaraderie or you know friendship between them or wherever they work with each other but he should have just come out and said it it's all right changing but just change and and own it look yeah, he, literally brought, goal, the, he, did, the, he literally brought a goalkeeper in put him on the pitch and went uh i'm not looking at that goalkeeper and some maybe people won't notice that he's he's fucking not there and it's not ramsdale look that's the way he carried on he yeah carried but the issue on, you like, have there is this. it's like see at liverpool here we have allison and keller right mm. like Arsenal have Ramsdale sitting on the bench. Now, the most important thing Arteta needed was Roy to be absolutely fucking flawless when he's putting him in, and he yes. hasn't been. Right, so yeah. any fucking half mistake or where he's fucking, he's being a bit scuttery. The camera <coughs> goes straight to Ramsdale and the sit, sitting on the substitute's bench. And Ramsdale, being, being English, being in the England squad, he wasn't the last English squad, wasn't he? He is, isn't he? Uh, uh, uh. In, just about with him being in the England squad as well. It's fucking like his we're talking, Sean, he was mentioning earlier about Colin Lynch is being fucking filled and all that. That's something to write about. Roy has been a bit fucking jittery. We're going to ask Arteta. It just becomes a big fucking story whereas if you have a, a junior number two for the want of a better word or a number two that knows his place that, listen, it doesn't matter if this keeper makes a couple of mistakes. He's going to really have to fucking fall off a cliff for me to be be thrown in or get an injury. That's the kind of situation. You, you need him to be good enough but to know his place. Yeah, and but it, Ar- Arsenal, don't ha- Arsenal don't have that. They have but, two fellas who think they're number one. And a manager that's at the cloud and that much, yeah. he's been fucking telling everyone he doesn't know who number one is. Because so, I, I don't I don't think I don't think Ramsdale's dad is out saying this this week if Arteta owns the situation from a very early doors. So Ramsdale's dad's probably looking at this going, This fella bleeding against City couldn't kick snow up a rope. He was awful against City. How he won that game was beyond me. Right? And then they go and play away at Chelsea and he's terrible. Right, he's absolutely terrible. Now, if Arteta owns that from the start and says, "No, he's me number one," and Ramsdale's there and blah 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 blah, and he's and he's firm on it, right? Ramsdale's eyes not in his mouth because he knows that fella's the number one. But that element of doubt and that grey area, and you know, Arteta literally just carrying on as if if we put him in goal, nobody will say anything, and I don't have to answer it. That's what leads to. Ramsdale's dad coming out and media coming out and going, well, big questions here. Because if he nails that from the start, people will go, yeah, he's made a couple of mistakes, but he's his man. He's he said it, he's his man. You know what I'm He's Exactly. Arteta has left the door open for everyone to question everything. I could be wrong. I could be wrong here, but it wasn't a Pep who done it with, it was a Bravo. And then he brought in Ederson. And Bravo was his number one, wasn't he? And just he brought in Ederson, then young goalkeeper mm-hmm. coming in from Benfica. He paid decent enough money. But he made no mistake about it. He says Ederson's number one, and he ousted Bravo. I think he went out off on loan then or something. Straight out the bat, boom! There's your number one, nailed on. No messing about. Yeah. And, oh, and even and, and even if Ederson kicks within his own net or drops a few clangers, people will go, "Oh, look, Jesus Christ!" Like, like Onana. Onana signed United. Yeah. He's been horrific at times, right? But there's no question of Onana being dropped because no, that's his keeper. Right, and even though people will laugh and joke about Onana, and he's kind of improved over the last little while, but nobody is going. Um, is I don't know even who was at United. Is Tom Heaton fucking at United or something? I don't know who's their second keeper. Right, they brought in another Turkish, Turkish lad. Yeah. But there's nobody calling for this Turkish lad to win goal yeah. because everyone knows he's the number one. You know what I mean? Tom and that's been there a few years ago with Carrius yeah. and Mingle. Yeah, yeah, he did, he done this. Not he not he did it to, didn't do it to the same extent now as what Arteta's done, but yeah. 
he did kind of come out at the start and say, look, the two of these are battling it out for the number one spot. And it was just a shit show because neither of them had the confidence to be the number one goalkeeper because they knew someone was breathing yeah. over their shoulder. And then he looked and at them both. Then he looked at them both. He brings Allison in and just tells about that he's just a goalkeeper. End of fucking story. Yeah. Um, if look, I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be fuming my Arteta because I think he's made a real bollocks of it. I think he's made it. I think he's made a real bollocks of he's it. He's trying to be the cleverest man in the room, the constantly. We're going to get on to win the next section, but like, I reckon Arsenal had they carried on without any of this messing, they'd have a real chance at, at nicking the title off, off that City team. But I just, he's cost way too much unrest now. I know that level on points for us and all, but it's not going to get better. I, I don't see your man Ray out joining, and then he's going to be dealing. Like from now until the January window, he's going to be dealing with all this shit now. And then it's going to be then it's going to be Ramsdale linked with away, and then Ramsdale yeah. goes and starts for Chelsea or whoever, and playing well, and it's all of a sudden look at Ramsdale and look at Joe Keeper. He's just yeah. he should have nailed it from the start, and he didn't. But anyway, let's move on because we've only ten minutes to go. Um, the the title race, as we call it, it's twelve games in. The race hasn't really begun. But City's the, the top twenty eight. Liverpool, Arsenal twenty seven, Spurs twenty six. I think Villa might be up there around 25 points. United are 21 and all that. Um, how they're up there is beyond me, but um, apparently they're a form team in the world at the moment. But just on the on the title race itself, because, look, we won at the weekend. City drew, and I was telling people, look, there's a league here to be won. And I, I, that's just the, the way I am. If we're 12 games in and we're a point off City, we're, we're well in this and we can well win it. But where do you all see who is actually in a title race for you? Uh Go on, Shani, I'll let you go first. Who's in the title race for you? It's gonna it's it's City. And City will definitely be in the title race. And I couldn't tell you another team that are gonna be in it yet because it's just we've been okay. But still there's parts of games where I look at us where I think are we a ninety point team? That's what I always put it down to. Are we are you a ninety point team? Um we could potentially be. I do think we need some sort of reinforcement in January in the sixth season because you're not going to get away away from home with Alexis and Endo. I'm sorry. They've been all right, but just don't have the legs for me. That's just my opinion. Arsenal, I think they've had to do a lot of chopping change. Royce, a brilliant sign, and Havertz can't make head or tail of it. They need a number nine. Uh, will we have the longevity? I don't know. I think a lot of what happens with Arsenal will depend on the likes of Saliba staying fit. Spores already going off a cliff. So I think it's between three teams, to be honest with you. It's early to be looking into title races, but you'll have a different picture, I'd say, by the end of the Christmas schedule, whether uh, there's going to be a title race. There's no doubt in my mind, Sky are going to love giving it a fucking build-up. But uh, I know it's often the reality that title races fucking start really early when you're up against City um, but I only seen a stat the other day that this is one of their better starts to a season in the last few because they are notoriously slow starters and you kind of have to pencil them down for that inevitable 13-14 game win streak so uh, again the top of the table at the moment I don't think they've got going and again I think they're a team to beat Um. I got a bit of stick for saying about the fucking Liverpool. Like, 
I don't see Liverpool as title challengers, and that's not a bad thing because I do feel like we're in the early like annals of the next Liverpool side that's going to be capable of going on and winning titles and, and winning major trophies. Um, and uh, to be honest, I being honest with you, Thursday Sunday will have a big effect at the back end of a title race because more than likely or not, if you're chasing City, you're going to be playing against them after them most weeks. And that will have an effect. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt if, if you're up against City, they're going to start throwing City into half 12 on yeah. Saturdays and 5 o'clock yeah, on Saturdays. Just playing Thursday. No, it's not a conspiracy. They'd be just playing Tuesday, Wednesday and we'd be playing Thursday. Yeah, so it, when the no. weekend comes, the chances of City playing Sunday half four or we're Sunday at 2 o'clock. And yeah, but like the, four of us, the four of us now, it, to be fair, when we won the league, there wasn't a toilet race either because it was over on Steve's day. Like it was net, there was no, wasn't a fucking sniff of a toilet race because we were so dominant. But when you're like, when it gets to the crunch time, you're looking at the fixtures go, there's Liverpool on a half 12, a chance to get three points and put pressure on City then go. Because it does change the narrative. Like, there's no doubt about it. It just, I, I think it's a step too far by this Liverpool team this year. And, and again, I think for Arsenal, because I think uh, Arteta's mistakes. Yeah. Davo, um, does this all depend on City? Because if City, if City continue the form they're on, right, I think they'll still do a 90-plus point season. Right, even though they've lost, I think they've lost two and they lost two on drama. Yeah, mm. so they've dropped uh, eight points in their mm. first twelve. So that would be a twenty-four, twenty-five points dropped, which is still eight, not, late, a high eighties, a high eighties. Yeah. Mm. Um. So does it all depend on them? Where if they continue with this, you have you can target ninety to win it. But if they go on like Shawnee says, they put ten in a row together. Is there anybody keeping up with them? Because my thinking behind it is is that people are going on like, ah, City haven't got going yet. I don't think Liverpool have got going yet either. No, listen, I, I, I was, if you'd have told, told me, listen, like I said, I was on a couple of weeks ago and I told you I thought it was imperative we get 12 out of 12. And the four games that we had against kind of the lesser size, that we slipped up against Luton. I agree with Shani, we're probably not equipped totally to go toe to toe with them but at the same time I was like don't drop fucking stupid points to Luton and kind of get another two points in the bar after that and kind of see how you end up because if you beat Luton you go in you go in top of the league to the City game wouldn't me by a point yeah. and yeah. I know it's if my auntie had two points and all that. but you go to the Etihad we have a terrible record there you Sorry, get turned over yeah, yeah fucking you get turned over you're still in it Um, but look I just I, listen, I could be proved totally fucking wrong, but I I can see a lot of teams taking a lot of points off everybody. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a couple I think there's some decent sides in the league up at the higher end of it. I think Villa are decent. Brighton have kind of fallen off a cliff lately. They if you give them the if you give them the ball, it's like they they, they can't win a game if they've if they've if they've all the possession. Um so it's fucking I think there's a couple of decent sides that could take points off City and it's what I've said it, it's been said on here and I've said it, we, like, for Liverpool to be winning the league, we need United to be better, we need other teams to be better, to have a fucking squeak of fucking taking points off City, because, like, you've seen it last year with Arsenal fans, all the tweets on Twitter, how the fuck did Liverpool do this for fucking three years? 
going up against them when a draw is like fucking you're after getting beaten fucking three nothing mm. because you, you draw a game and you go well fuck that anyway that's them after they, they play before <coughs> next week it'll be five in it we don't play till Sunday blah 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 we've we've done it for a few years Arsenal fucking fans were pulling their hair out last year doing it for fucking six months when it was toe to toe so listen I just I have a funny feeling there might be a, like a few more points dropped than, than usual and maybe mid 80s might get you a league title but look I could look fucking stupid See, you could go on and win fucking 12 in a row mm. and fucking piss the league and that's look that's what they do Shawnee's right that if, you, if you want to win the league against City you have to be able to get to 90 points yeah. to now you can get to 90, 90 points. points just to have a, a look in it yeah, to, have a, to have a fucking squeak at it and yeah. look at we've sorry this manager and this coach and staff has proved they can do that we've a kind of a Liverpool 2.0 couple of new bodies in that obviously haven't got to that level yet but who knows and fucking listen it'd, it'd be fucking great jeez it'd be great another, I don't know whether I could do another one fucking where it was toe to toe all the way down I think they're going to try stay in that slipstream and then you end up back in the top four and then you go again next year. Sorry, Shani. Donna, this is what I want to ask you, right? Because we know where City stand. You know, it's still impressive. Like, they've, they've dropped eight points. They've, they've 28 from 36. Like, you know, that's a good start in any Premier League season. Mm. You know, um, there wouldn't be many above that. You know, 28 from 26 is really, really good. But on a Liverpool point of view, right, forget Arsenal for a minute because I think Arsenal they'll be there thereabouts for me um, because I think they're, they're they're very good at dealing with, with, with teams below bottom six they always have been um, but from a Liverpool point of view and this is the this is probably one of the biggest things for me to under is the one club seat you don't want near them is us that's the first thing right and the second thing is Liverpool are still figuring themselves out but I think if Liverpool get to January Forget transfer windows even. Just get to January. If you if you told me January the 1st you're going to be a point or two points off City and we figured ourselves out a little bit more, coupling that with City not wanting us near them and you know what happens when Liverpool start chasing, trying to chase down a title, it becomes relentless and the place gets up for it and you don't want to go play Liverpool and Liverpool just find this belief in them that they're going to win every fucking game and it doesn't matter how they're going to do it. Is that what Liverpool need to rely on? Do Liverpool just need to, like Shani said, just stay with them, stay with them till you figure yourself out. And then when people really start going, this is the running, and you're in it, and Liverpool just causes hysteria, you know, outside the ground beforehand, in the ground, all week, in people's heads. Is that what Liverpool need to look for? And I'm not downplaying Liverpool's ability here. No, I'm just saying you use every you use every element to, to your advantage. Yeah, and I think there's an aspect there as well. Like Obviously, the game when we come back against City now, it's going to play a huge part in this title race, no matter what happens. If City, if City beat us when we come back, that four points is a huge four points of a gap. It's it's hard to bring it back. Well, you have to beat them at Anfield and then better them over the rest of the season. Yeah, but I, I would personally think if we could beat them and then there's winnable games there in the, in the, the wee bit of the Christmas, but the big one then is the Arsenal one. Right before January, it is twenty third. We play Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I think if we were to beat City when we come back, and then we'll pick up the points. I think are required in the meantime, and then go to and then go and beat Arsenal. I think it's a two horse race then, and that's where what you're saying, Gav, was we're we're heads on focused right in until the till the very end. And I think what you might see there as well is you're seeing you have a possessed Salah this season. You can see him. He's like a man possessed. He's just on fucking fire. The numbers are going to be outrageous come the end of the season. 
Van Dyke is like a man possessed. He's coming back full fucking steam ahead. He looks the business. Ali's the same. So you have your leadership group there installed and they're all they're all on full on cylinders. They're all ready to go. Klopp will grab those young fellas as well that are just coming through. And it's all full steam ahead. Like there is there's potential there to go and win a league. But then you you could be caught in the in the aspects where we could be naive in certain situations. Like Dabo pointed out, the dropping points against Luton away. They're the ones that can kill your season. Stupid results like that. But there is, I think there's far, the positives far outweigh the negatives for me anyway going forward. Mm. I think I think if you, like, I'm, like if you get, like I said, get to January, right? If you give me that Luton game on January the 10th and Liverpool are still a point off sea, they go and destroy Luton. Simple as that. The the problem with Liverpool away at Luton was they turned up and went, we'll just go through the motions here and win this game. And as it went on and on and on, a bit of panic set in and they were leaving things open at the back. I'm telling you now, if Liverpool get into this and are 10, 12 games from the end and there's a point in it, Liverpool will go away to Luton and anybody else just put them to the sort. Boom, out of the way, next one. Because muscle memory kicks in. And look, I'm up for it. And listen, I could be sitting here in January going, fuck, we're 12 points off this. This is gone. Do you know what I mean? But while it's still... Well, it's still on, and there's and there's chinks of light for me when I when I watch City. Um, I'm absolutely good. People are mentioning there that the Afcon is coming up, and I don't know how many games those players miss because there is a break in around that time. So I'm not too sure. It might be one, maybe two league games, but someone did mention those league games are quite big that they may miss. Um, it could be Arsenal, and it could be something else. Um, but we'll deal with that when we get to it. And if we get to it, and we're still with a chance. You take it. We've another half twelve fucked in in December as well. The bastards of that doing everything they can to fuck. Yeah, those. what's that? Is that who's that? Palace. We have? Palace. Palace. Yeah, Palace. Correct. Palace away. Yeah, and half twelve. Well, all places to go as well. Like. Yeah, but they're shy. Don't worry about them. We beat them. Um, knock it down. Put me down for a win there, but John. Uh, anyway, I've enjoyed that. Um, we have to get out of here because we're on 59 minutes and 59 seconds as I speak. So we're really we're the best boys for keeping it to an hour. Um. Tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, me and Kev will be having a little chat around Liverpool. So if you have any questions you want, it's a member show. If you're a member, come in there at 10 o'clock. Any questions you have, try with me and Kev. We'll be having a cup of tea to start off the day. Tomorrow night, me and Keith are doing a member show, which is a tribute show. That's all I'm saying. Um, come and see it at 10 o'clock tomorrow night. And then we're back on... We're taking a few days off till Sunday. We'll be back with the Sunday night show. Um, then November, me and Sean are looking... Well, he's looking splendid. I'm looking a bit worse for wear. But, ah, you're looking splendid, Gav. Ah, no, I'm looking in a jocker. But anyway, uh, me and Sean are doing that. The link is in the description. Um, if you can donate, absolutely brilliant. We're flying at the minute. Um, Shawnee done an update earlier, and we are flying with regards to that. But Shawnee always says, if you can't donate, take the link and share it across your social media with your friends, your family, whoever it might be. It's a brilliant, brilliant cause. Um, that's about it. Yeah, I think we're, we're good. Anything else before we go, Shawnee? No, all good. good. All good. good um, sorry, there's a member show uh, tomorrow as well. Sorry, it's the second... Um, it's the second episode looking back at the title winning season. So um, I think that's at 10 tomorrow. Um, I'll, I'll walk it out. Chris knows all the stuff. I've, I've too much stuff going on. I can't remember all the days and times. Um, Davo, anything else before we go? No, all good. Enjoy yeah. that, Gav, as always. Good stuff, good stuff. Jack reckons it could be a Jimmy Triore tribute show. Um, I do know the players. One is from the 80s. One is from the 90s and one is from the 2000 to 2010-ish. So, um, yeah, they're the three players. I'm not telling you who they are. Donner, anything else before we go? 
not a thing, Gav. Happy out. Yeah. Um, all shows, of course, are available when we when we put them out. They are, are available for you to download the next day, except for the league title one. They come out once a week. Um, so there you go. Um, that has been the Premier League chat. I really enjoyed it. We let's go and see what happens with Everton. Let's go and see what happens with Chelsea City. Let's go and see what Harry Ramsden's dad is saying. And um, towards the end of the week, that should be the crack. And uh, Liverpool are in a title race. Don't let anyone, especially Davo, tell you that they aren't. Over and out. Podcast Network.